Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, and welcome to episode one of the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Um, welcome. Hi, this is episode one, day one. <laughs> this is pretty exciting. Um, so if you've managed to, if you had a chance to listen to the trailer, then you know that the purpose and idea of this podcast is simply to keep you company while you're doing your thing. Um, if you're anything like me, then doing those everyday tasks of, you know, doing dishes, washing clothes, folding clothes, you know, um, heck, making the bed, like, you know, like little things that's, you know, for some people, it's, they can just do it and be done. Uh, I need a little more motivation and help. Usually I need someone to be talking to me, keeping me company. I'm that person who like the minute I get in my car, I am on the phone either talking to a friend or listening to a podcast myself. Um, I like I like to have, I think, like people around me or, or chatter around me just to not feel alone or just to even just to have, you know, somewhere for my thoughts to go or just something to keep me distracted from whatever it is that I am doing. So I hope that this can be a podcast like that for you. I hope that it's fun to listen to, um, that you enjoy it. I am, like I said, Phoebe Joy. I'm a 30-something-year-old um, female just chilling, living life. There is not, I wouldn't say there's too much like special about me, your, your average middle class. Um, but, but I do try to find the joy in life and living life. Um, we only got one to live, so we might as well make the best of it and the most of it, um, and take advantage of of every moment. Maybe that ties into why I like communicating with connecting with, with people, uh, while I'm doing those things that I feel are just some time wasters. I know they're not time wasters. I know it's necessary. I know you have to stay on top of your dishes and you have to stay on top of cleaning your house. It's just, oh, it's just not fun <laughs> for me, for me, for some people, they enjoy it. Um, my sister, I don't know if she enjoys it, but man, it doesn't phase her to, to clean up, to, to just stay on top of everything. It always amazed me that when I looked into her drawer, like her her drawer, her chest of drawers where her clothes and stuff would be, you would open mine and it was like, or tornado blew through it. Like it's just t-shirts and shirts and things just all jumbled together. And I just scrounge around and find what I need. But it didn't matter when you opened my sister's. You know, occasionally if you opened mine, I might have cleaned it out that week or sometime and it was kind of neat. It didn't matter when. If you opened my sister's drawer, those shirts were folded. They were neat. Nothing was thrown around. I mean, it, it always amazed me that there were people who could live like that, who like actively could just be on top of the little things. Like she makes her bet every day to this day. She's another 30 somethings and she just stays on top of it. Like her apartment is always pristine. Um, and I, I mean, I, I keep, I keep my house pretty clean. I do try, I try with the help and assistance of my husband. Um, he's pretty good at, at helping me stay on top of it. Um, but some people just have it. And then some of us, we need a little help. I call it the, uh, those things are our unpreferred task. And somewhere in psychology, cause I did major in it. Um, 
it's been a while, but I know somewhere there's something with your unpreferred task. If you attach it to a preferred task, then it's not as bad. So for me, my preferred tasks are, you know, listening to music if I have to do things, listening to a podcast if I have to do things, talking on the phone, watching a YouTube video, just something else that I enjoy that makes the time go a little bit quicker. And I hope that's the same, <laughs> the same kind of idea for you. Um, so once again, just kind of relax whatever you're doing right now, however you're listening to it. Thank you for bringing me along, um, for being willing to listen to me. Um, just talk about life, talk about the joys. And if at any point you connect or resonate with something, feel free to leave a review, a five-star review. <laughs> uh, make any type of comments that you need. I do think at one point I would like to start, you know, video podcasting. At this point, I'm still relatively new at the whole thing, so I didn't want to jump on two things at one time. But um, at that point, it'd be cool to, if you have any comments or something, to just connect with me. I love connecting with people. Um and feeling like others are, are connecting with me. So once again, thank you for, for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Speaking of today's episode, it's going to bring it's gonna bring you a lot. It's episode one, you know, so I can go back from, from childhood all the way up till now <laughs> with things and stories, but I won't go back that far. I actually want to start with, um, it's February right now. I plan to start releasing uh, the episodes in March. But last month, um, the week after Martin Luther King weekend, my husband and I, we went to go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And if you have not been, I suggest you go uh, at least once, especially if you're within, mm, I would say give yourself, I mean, even if it's eight hours, I, I think it's still worth it to go. Um, it's a fun little place. If you haven't been, that's like where Dollywood is. I think where Dolly Parton is even from. I'm, I'm not even sure. Um. And, and there's just a lot of fun touristy type stuff to do there, but there's also the, the mountains that are there. The scenery is, um, is beautiful with the trees and everything. And it gives you a chance to kind of be away, um, from, from wherever you're, you're from, you know, it's a chance to get out and enjoy uh, life kind of in the mountains and in the country and things like that. So my husband and I, we actually go to Gatlinburg pretty frequently. Um, I wouldn't say every year since we've been married, but I would say, maybe at least half of every year we've been married and we'll we'll be married 10 years this year um so we've been several times and we always enjoy it and usually we go for a different purpose we do different stuff while we're there uh I think because we have been a few times the last time that we went this past January we we were incredibly lazy like there's all kinds of fun things to do there's all the museums like Ripley's believe it or not museum or um or like the Titanic museum which we did do before um I think we did Ripley's before as well the Wonderworks I think place so there's all kinds of fun things to do there but this time we did not honestly plan <laughs> to do anything sometimes you got to plan in advance to get your tickets and things we didn't plan to do anything we were just let's let's just go and what happens happens and so what ended up happening was when I, when I, like, at the end of the trip, when I reflected back on it, I found that most of our money was not spent on entertainment and experiences, per se. We spent so, most of our money was on, you guys, it was on food. It was on, it was on food. Um <laughs> When you have a chance, it's so funny thinking back, when you have a chance to just, you know, tour the little shops, 
go to these places and do stuff and you look back and you realize all you spent your money on was some food. You're like, huh, what and where are my priorities? <laughs> um, but it was good food. And so <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. So we, we, we bought, uh, uh, let's see, we bought the popcorn. So there's a popcorn place there where you can have the different flavors of popcorn, which I, I love. I mean, we're popcorn eaters, period. You know, we love to snack on popcorn, just your regular old, you know, butter popcorn from the store. But um, when there is a popcorn place with different flavors, I love to go and we were able to go and we got two flavors this time. I got the pizza flavor because I like the ones that are, they're not like cheese and butter are normal, but pizza flavor and like my, one of my favorite ones that I've had, it was back in Georgia. It was this popcorn place. I don't think it's there now, but one of my favorite ones was this crab, like crab flavored popcorn. I know that sounds really weird, (laughs) But it was good. I mean, it. I don't know how they did it, but there was like that, that crab. I don't. I don't think it was very Cajun because I don't really like the spice of Cajun. But it was that, that I don't know that. I don't. What what is the eastern northeastern? Oh my goodness! Look at me, (laughs) like your Maryland. You know that kind of crab, like good crab flavor, but in popcorn. It was so cool. I haven't found it since. If you know where to find, um. A crab like that crab popcorn. I'm find find a way to contact me. Leave a review. Uh, I'm gonna try to create an Instagram for this. You know, pop a message on Instagram. Do something because I really want to try that crab popcorn again. Um, but I, I said all that to say. So I got the pizza, pizza popcorn, and it was really good. And my husband got this other spicy one. I don't I don't even know what it was. He loves spicy stuff. I'm okay with it, but I can't do spice at the same level that he can. So, um, so we got that. So we got the pizza and then we went to this cookie place. I'm terrible. Cause I can't remember. I can't remember the names of, of any, I would give them shout outs. I mean, they don't have to pay me to endorse them, but I honestly can't remember the name of the place, but it was this cookie place and they had different cookies. And of course I, my favorite dessert of all time is your basic chocolate chip cookie. Um, we have a crumble cookie here and they're popping up everywhere, I think. And it is their chocolate chip cookie. That's, that's where I am right now. That's, that's the cookie that's got me. It used to be McAllister's cookies. I still love their chocolate chip cookie. It's still very, very good. But right now crumble cookie has got, has got me. Um, they, they've, they've captured my heart and my money and I love their chocolate chip cookie. But anyway, so I, we bought cookies from there and then, and you guys, we only went for the weekend. You know, this is not a week of, of desserts. This is a couple of days of desserts. So we got the cookie. We got the pizza. Or not the pizza. The um, oh, We did. Hold on. I'm going to get there. So we got the p- popcorn. There we go. We got the popcorn. We got the cookies. We also got um, uh, the no-bake or the, the edible cookie dough. So... It's the kind, and I'm sure you've seen it. it. It looks like cookie dough, but it's the edible kind, so I'm assuming it's made without egg or something. But we each got that, and I got the banana one. There's this banana-flavored one, and, of course, your regular chocolate chip cookie one, and that was good. And then we um, we did end up going to a pizza place that was pretty good, pretty yummy, called, I do remember the name of this one. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it was Solarizano's. Um, I think it's spelled S-O-L-O-R-Z-A-N-O-S, something like that. 
And the guy who owned it, he was there. He was this guy from New Jersey. And he had actually just opened up this place this past September. But it was popping. And the pizza was very good. It was that kind of pizza, my favorite kind, which is the thin pizza that like if you put your hand in a V and you hold you hold the pizza, like it dips, <laughs> it dips with your hand and the cheese and the grease are like dripping off of it. And uh, I mean, this is not a food podcast, but <laughs> I've been going hard on this food. But it was just, that was our trip. That was what we did with Gatlinburg. Um, so that was good. And so the last, okay, second to last food that I'm going to talk about was my experience at the Paladin restaurant, family restaurant. And that was our first time going there. We had heard good things about it um, from our pastor. I think from our pastor, he said that he really liked it. So we went and you guys, it was pretty good. It's served family style. So um, your sides are, are really big. Um, you order, you know, however many meats you want and then your sides that you share around with everyone. My husband and I were not quite similar on the sides that we like, so we we each ordered the sides that we wanted and did not share with each other. So he ordered um, the mashed potatoes, which I did not have because I'm not a huge fan of mashed potatoes. They don't do much for me. And green beans, which green beans aren't bad, but hey. And I ordered the broccoli casserole and collard greens. And the meat we chose, I chose fried chicken, and husband chose, oh, uh oh I can't even remember now oh it was like a chicken fried chicken thing um and so they bring it out and it looks good I mean I was I was expecting great things and it did not disappoint so I took a bite of the collard greens because collard greens you can make them right or you can make them wrong and the way my mom makes them of course are unparalleled you know they're just they're just leafy enough just enough seasoning they're really good and so I took that bite of the Paula Deen's collard greens and you guys I mean it was not many people can make it like my mama but I would have to say Paula Deen's restaurant was pretty close the only thing I would change is it was a bit on the salty side I have to admit like it was like if you if if I took just the greens and put them in my mouth and then dumped uh just dumped salt down my throat okay they were pretty salty but they were, I, I couldn't stop eating them. It was a family size, family size collard greens, but the butter and the salt and the greens, the crispiness while still not being super crispy. Like it was the perfect combination. It was, it was so good. It was good. Like I felt, you know, I'm, I'm still young enough that I can, I can eat the salty thing without feeling like it's going straight to my arteries and things like that. But it was, oh, it was good. You guys, um, Good enough, in fact, that I ate the uh, the entire family style by myself and asked for seconds because <laughs> you can get a free refill on, on any of the food. And so I did ask for seconds and ate me um, at least one and a half of the family size of the collard greens at the Paladine restaurant. So if you are, if you do find a way to make it out to Gatlinburg, I do suggest that you stop by that Paladine restaurant Maybe that was just one day of the saltiness. Maybe the chef accidentally spilled some salt. It did not ruin the meal. It did not ruin the collard greens at all. They were still so good and so delicious. And I will 100% plan to be back the next time we go to Gatlinburg. In fact, it is it almost is enough to make me be like, maybe we should go back sooner than we normally would. Let's not wait a whole year. Let's let's go back and 
I want to try some of the other sides that they had. I mean, it was good. And then broccoli casserole was good. Um, so shout out to the Paula Dean family restaurant. We enjoyed ourselves. Um, so, and then of course, to, to wrap up the Gatlinburg trip on our way back, we stopped by this place called Bucky's, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, and it is a gas station. And I use that term lightly because it is, it's more like a, it's a gas station, but also like a, a, a restaurant, but also like a store, like a mini Walmart, but somehow it's bigger than Walmart. Like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's an experience in and of itself. It was pretty cool. I mean, you could buy touristy stuff there. You could get food there. And we bought, of course, fudge there because we're big foodies, apparently, Man, um, I should have called this the Something About Food podcast. Uh, but we we did go there. And one thing that I guess they, they pride themselves in are their bathrooms. It was like on signs and things. And so I did go in. I didn't have to use a restroom, but I said, let's go in. And I went to the restroom and it was, it was nice. I mean... It, if I if I did have to go to the restroom, that would that would be the one that I would want to go in because the walls of the stalls went all the way up and the door went all the way up. I mean it was like your own private little room. There was hand sanitizer inside the stall. Like it was it was pretty private, which is nice. I I think that's what you want in a bathroom. Uh, if it's gonna be in public, you know, let it be private. Um, where not everybody knows your business, right? So we enjoyed stopping at Bucky's before you know, make it home and, and ultimately had a, a good, good foodie trip. Um, I do think part of the reason why I went so hard on the food was our church was uh, going to be going on a fast that um, following weekend. And I think I was, <laughs> I think I was preparing myself like hibernating, you know, bears and squirrels and stuff will just like, eat a lot. So then they can go a long time without having to eat. <laughs> maybe that was my logic maybe I was like I'm about to have to be disciplined here in a few days let me just have a few days of being undisciplined I feel like there's a message in there somewhere like somebody can preach and touch on that I don't think I don't think I did that right you know because um that's not the way you should look at it but I do think that was part of the reason why I think we went so hard on the food is we knew what was coming um and we we just decided to if we were gonna partake of the sin of gluttony that we, we might as well do it now and then pray about it later during the fast. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but <laughs> Lord still loves me. God, God, God bless us. Um, so that was, that was Gatlinburg. So, and this, like I said, was about less than a month ago, but I have to say this past month has been for me personally, like a very, um, a very something about Tuesdays month. And I am going to take the time to explain, you know, the name of the podcast. I don't know if I'm gonna do it this episode. Um, I might if I get into it. But um, just a quick kind of rundown something about Tuesdays for me, what it represents is sort of that meeting point between who you are and who you want to be. Um, you know, what you do versus what you want to do. And so this has been a something about Tuesdays month. And by that, I mean, I have had um, a couple of opportunities to to go outside of my comfort zone um, where people have believed in me and taken steps. And I had the choice to either step forward in faith or step back in fear. And um, and I've stepped forward. I'm so glad that I stepped forward in faith. I'm glad that I talked to important people in my life who who said, you know, if you're just if you're not going to do this because 
a fear, then, then do it. You know, if you have another reason, like a, a better reason to not do it, like maybe you're just not feeling it or you don't feel led, that's fine. But if the only reason you're not doing it is because you're afraid, well, don't let that stop you. And so I've been living that this month and I was able to jump in the opportunity. And what it was, it was to, um, to lead a, a prayer at our, my church on faith. And faith is one of those things that I feel like we have, uh, me and faith have a love and hate relationship with each other. And, uh, and I'll, and I will, I'll go into that too. Faith is just one of those things. I mean, if, if you've been there where, where f- sometimes you just feel full of faith and then sometimes you just, it's like, you don't even know. And I had just, I mean, I was just in that moment where I was kind of, I had faith, but I was almost kind of unsure. And when I was asked to speak on it and pray over it or pray over people about it, man, I just felt conflicted. I was like, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. You know, I'm not going to say or pray anything that I don't believe. Um, But I do believe in it. I believe in the power of prayer and I believe in what God can do. And so I had to, you know, have a come to Jesus moment literally um, to figure it out. But I was able to actually, I did decide to do it. Um, God led me to do it. And I was able to lead prayer on faith. And I mean, it changed me. Um, Just that little moment. I, I mean, it wasn't long. It wasn't deep. It was like five minutes, if that. But stepping out on faith, like not letting fear hold me back. I, I don't mind talking in front of people. I love to talk to people, but to talk in a situation where you're hoping to, to help people or to minister to people, it was just a different step. You know, I don't to say, you know, this is from God and this is what God wants. I, I'm, I am an oxymoron of a person. I am very confident and insecure at the same time. And so, um, so it took, I was like, God, you know, it's gotta be you. If I'm going to do this, it has to be you because I, I, I will say dumb stuff <laughs> up there. I will get up there and embarrass myself and embarrass the pastor and embarrass, um, the saint who asked me to, to speak. And so I did it. Um, and I really feel like God is working with me and, and maybe you feel him working with you too on just, just trusting him and stepping out of faith. Not, don't let fear be the reason why you don't do it. I'm not saying you don't have reasons not to do that thing. And I don't know if there's a thing out there for you to do. I don't know. But if there is, and the only reason you're not doing it is because you're afraid. Because you don't think you can do it or you think you'll mess up. Don't let that be your reason. Do it anyway. You know, at least do it. And if you mess up, be like, all right, I tried it. That ain't for me, you know. But if you do it and you succeed, then it shows something. And it opens something new in you and you start to learn something about yourself, which is kind of where I am. I feel like I'm learning things about myself and who I am through this process. So, um, you know, not trying to get super deep on this podcast, but, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to believe and, and try something new. Um, cause I think it can, it can, it can definitely be a good thing. So I have my, this is funny, not Okay. This is kind of how my brain works, but it's also just <laughs> being, my friends, they, they, they know this. They've experienced this. So deep, step out on faith. But switch it to the next thing. In my notes, I have just a list of things that you know, have happened in the last, last couple of weeks of my life. And this is so funny to quickly, to quickly switch from this because I don't, I don't know that I have much more to say on that. If I do, I will definitely come back to it. But if, the, if that's all, if that's just what you needed, then then hang on to that. Re-listen to that part. I'm sure I'll touch on it again, but I am about to, to quickly switch to something that is not spiritual, not deep at all. <laughs> my The next thing on my nose, guys, this is funny. It literally says, vacuuming makes me sweat. 
Okay. And I say, you're like, why would you talk about that? Because I'm talking about the joys in life. And joys aren't those mundane things that you just have to do. Um, Those things that prove that you are still alive and that your life is going, is going. If I'm sitting there vacuuming, that's because my life is going. And so um, I was thinking, I I was vacuuming. And I don't know about you, but I was working up a sweat vacuuming who works up a sweat vacuuming I was like what am I what what part of my body is working out I'm stepping back and forth I guess my arm muscle you know moving moving the vacuum back and forth but enough to make my whole body sweat you guys that just that just blew my mind anyway that's funny so tell me tell me about the random things in your life that make you sweat that you uh that you've noticed that maybe you feel like I don't think this should make me sweat like I don't I don't know if it's supposed to be something that does. Maybe I'm just out of shape, but maybe you can be fit and still sweat while you vacuum. I don't know. If you are a fit person, let me know if you still sweat when you when you vacuum. Um, the other thing is, so this past month, I had the opportunity to, um, to do a very 30-something thing that I felt. I may be in my 30s, you guys, but I do not always feel like I'm in my thirties. I don't want to use the phrase like adulting and stuff like that, but I, I, I do not always feel like I am a full grown adult. And I, and I am, you guys, I am, you know, I got a job, (laughs) married, got a house, you know, got, got bills. I am a full grown adult, but I do not always feel like it. But there are some things that, um, that do make me feel like an adult. And that makes me realize there, there is joy in being an adult. And that is, I had the chance to hang out with um, some new friends. They were able to come over and some old friends. So there was six of us there. It was, you know, my husband and myself and then two other couples. And they were able to come over for dinner that I did not cook. Actually, the the chef among us cooked for us that night. And um, we were able to play, play a game. So play, we were suggesting, we were like, let's play board games. Let's do what... What we always pictured as kids that adults do when they get together, they eat, they play games, they just love and enjoy their lives. And then you realize, you know, when you become an adult, you have to actually organize and plan these things and it can be hard around schedules. But when you make it happen, guys, it's a joy. It is fun. If you haven't, let that be a goal. Okay, in the next two weeks, you don't have to necessarily accomplish this, but make plans to accomplish this. Um, And hopefully maybe by the next month or two, you can get with some friends just to do some board games, just to hang out, just to talk, because it can be so life-giving. Um, we played the game Phase 10. I don't know if you've ever played it before, but it's a card game where you have there are 10 phases, of course, and each phase you have to accomplish something. And um, you just have to hope to get to the 10th phase before everyone else. And, and then it goes by points, I, I believe, after that. The the fun fun part about phase ten is that one it can be long, but two it can be intense because you, there's skip cards and if you know if you have ever played a game and there are skip cards whether it's Uno or something, you know you know how how offense and discord and anger can very quickly arise when it comes to those. skip 
skip cards. Tell, tell me about it, okay? Uh, when I played FaceTime with my family, we used to play it where you had a skip card. You simply, if you laid it down, you just skip the person who was next. And that made it so much, I mean, you could lay it down and be like, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to skip you. I just, I just have to get rid of the card. You know, I'm sorry. And no feelings were hurt. Well, then we played, I don't know if it was with my husband or with someone else. And they told us, you know, you don't have to skip the next person. You can skip whoever you want. Oh, oh, that, oh, game changer, game changer and alliances and, and enemies were formed. And, and next, you know, you're like, I'm skipping you, you across from me and you, and you're being skipped and how dare you skip me. And oh, it was so much fun though. It is so much fun. So we played phase 10, uh, with, with these couples and, oh, it was a blast. I mean, and there, and there were times where, I was I was offended by being skipped. My husband skipped me at one point. I was so upset. I was I I mean I was mad. I mean mad game mad, not like real life mad. But I was like, how dare you skip me? And and it hurt because the person you know in phase ten like they have to lay down a card. The person who's right in front of you is the one whose cards matter because if they lay down the card you need, you know they're right there. If it's two people away, you can't you won't be able to reach it. I would have made it to the next phase because the girl who was right before me laid down the one one card I needed and my husband had me skipped and what was a lighthearted anger was uh, was amplified and next thing I was like how dare he you betrayed me I could have won it was funny it was I, I did end up forgiving my husband by the end of the game even though I did lose but it was fun it was a blast so I just want to encourage you if you if you get a chance to to play some phase 10 or to just play any game with some friends, try, try to make it happen. Try to do the thing. I mean, we, like I said earlier, I think I said earlier, we, we only live once. And so we got to take it, we got to enjoy the life that we have um, and make the most of it. And you have to make it happen. It doesn't always just happen. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my phase 10 thing. That's, that was fun. Which leads me to, so I'm a teacher, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had our first snow day of the year. It was great. It was unexpected. It was nice. It snowed like an inch of that, <laughs> but I'm so glad that we had that snow day. Um, snow days are those, like, unexpected, wonderful days off. I mean, like, you talk about some random moments of joy, and I, and I say this realizing and knowing that as a parent, if you are a parent out there, a snow day may not bring you the same level of joy as it brings to teachers and to students. And for that, I am sorry. Um, but for those of us who get to enjoy the joys of snow days, hallelujah, those are fun. Um, and we got a snow day and I was extremely lazy. Uh, I did not a thing that day. Um, played my games, um, on my computer, lazed around, maybe, you know, hung out on YouTube. It was just wonderful. Uh, in my notes, I literally just have snow day written because it's a snow day. I mean, what are you going to say about snow days? They are, they are absolutely great. They are so much fun. Um, and back in the day when we had snow days, I remember as a kid, it's so funny how like nowadays you can, you, they, you get a text message, you get, you know, you don't have to do much. But back in the day, for schools to be out, you had to either watch the news where the school or the county would be like scrolling through and you had to wait for your county. And I didn't experience that because I didn't have a TV growing up. 
So for us, we had to listen to the radio. And on the radio, they announced which schools and counties were off. And I'm curious, honestly, I'm curious if they still do that, but because um, I hardly listen to the radio these days. But um, we would have to listen to the radio. And I mean, you would just sit there. You're like half getting ready, you know, like hoping that like in the middle of it you'll hear and then you hear if it's alphabetical order like the 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 county in front of you and he will either call you or it will skip you and your heart would rise or fall (laughs) on that on that day um and like I said that was that was while it's different these days we just get a text we just get a message you know which is fun it's cool it makes it does not detract at all from the joy of snow days um there was something there was something to that anticipation of just like, is this going to be us? Are we going to be out? And (laughs) you would either be out or you would dreadfully have to go to school um, on those snow days, which they weren't always bad. Sometimes if there was like a a near snow day, but they didn't cancel it, you'd still have a lot of maybe friends who were out. And so teachers were a little more lax on those days. So, you know, even on the snow days you had to do at school, they, they weren't too, too bad, but um, as a teacher, I totally love snow days still. I know we've been um, thinking about, I know since COVID happened, um, that we had to start doing, you know, teaching online and things. And they created NTI, which stands for non-traditional instruction. And um, that snow days these days can now be considered NTI days because, you know, you can just stay home and do your school online, um, which I don't mind that, you know, that. That idea is not too bad, you know, save us some days in the summer. But this last snow day that we just had was a complete snow day. They're like, nobody has to get on their computers. Nobody has to do anything. And those are the absolute best days, I would have to say, um, of, of the snow days. So as I mentioned, I am a teacher. And part of my, at the beginning I had talked about how this has been something about Tuesday's month, how, you know, it's part of who I am and who I am becoming sort of that intersection. Well, this last month in December, um, I earned my national board certification in teaching. And there is a whole process and ordeal and having to do that. It's, it's a lot of work. You can do it um, from one year up to five years. Um, there are, you have to submit, you know, videos of your teaching. You have to Um, write up a lot of information about teaching in your content area to show what you know you have to take a test there's a lot that goes into it and I was able to do it last year and was uh, certified this year and so this past honestly this past week so much has happened in celebration and recognition of being national board certified that I was not expecting. And I just want to share this win with you. I love unexpected wins. Um, if you have one, please let me know about one. Um, it wasn't unexpected in the sense that like I was like that I wasn't going to get, like obviously I worked hard to get my national board, but all the recognition and the kudos and the love and support from the people around me just made it, that was unexpected, I, you know, And so let me start with, so when I was awarded my national board, um, they, you know, they send an email, congratulations. And that's what I was expecting. And that's about it. Like, congratulations. You know, you'll get a pay raise at the end of the year. Enjoy your life. But honestly, our district, it was pretty cool. They asked for our pictures. And, you know, so I sent a picture to them. And they ended up putting it on this poster and presenting it to me at my school, which was pretty cool. And then taking a picture of me holding a picture of myself (laughs) with my principal um, on their Twitter account and, you know, sharing like 
this, these teachers got their national board. And then this last week, this last Tuesday, there was um, at the board meeting, so our district school board meeting, they decided to recognize national board teachers. And when I went there, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I was not expecting just the level of excitement and energy that was in the room when I went. Um, I don't know if there were other things on the board agenda, uh, but when I when I walked into the the building, there were so many people there. I was like, when I usually watch board meetings, usually it's virtual, and I watch online. You don't, I guess, see the crowd, and so I was very surprised to see the crowd of people there. So that was pretty cool, and and instantly, you know, I'm I'm an extrovert. Not that I want to talk to everybody, but I I love being around people, and so seeing these many people, like my energy level just like shot up and I was like, well, yeah, this is going to be fun. And, but I was also kind of anxious because I was like, I don't know what to expect. Like, uh, how are they going to recognize us? And in my mind, I was thinking that like, they'll call us up. We'll all stand up there maybe, or we'll just stand up. They'll say, you know, congrats. And they'll sit down, but no, the lady like read, um, uh, the like how prestigious your national board is and like how great of an honor it is to get it so she read this nice long blurb that you know made us all feel good and then she said she was going to call us up one by one to shake the hand of the superintendent and to shake the hand of the school board member who represented our district and to take a picture each of us individually and so I mean I'm getting like I'm getting pumped. Like, this is a buzz for me. I was like, this is so cool. It was just so unexpected and it just felt so good. And sometimes in life, you just need that win, you know? And so, um, so they finally, like, they call up my friend. She looks great and professional walking up there. I was like, you go, girl. Um, she, they called my other friend. Yes, you rock, you know? And then they called me. And I, I mean, I, bounce up there it's I was I was like I could feel my energy and I was like stop bounce walking you know when you like you're so excited I had when you like walk that if you have a ponytail on like your your ponytails bouncing (laughs) yeah that's how I was walking up there lucky for me I had my hair in a nice low professional bun uh but I still bounced my way up there and shook the hand of the superintendent and the school board member and just cheesed real big and grinned. And it was funny because the super board, uh, or not the super board, the superintendent, he, um, was, he was, I guess, making light talk, you know, and he was like, Hey, congratulations. I was like, thank you. And he was like, is, is that one dog still at your school? We used to have a dog there. And he said this as like, they were about to call the next person. So I couldn't respond. And I said, sadly no and I with a smile on my face because we were still in front of people and I walked off <laughs> and I felt so bad because here he is trying to make light you know quick light talk you know expecting him to be like yes no it's great but instead he's like hey is that dog still at your school <laughs> sadly no and I walk off and I feel terrible because he's probably thinking maybe the dog has passed or something happened to it when that is not the case it's just that teacher left um who had the dog so Kind of an awkward moment, but a funny one. Um, but I still enjoyed it, and I, you know, bounced back to my seat, and I'm just cheering for everybody. I, you know, I, if you can't rejoice with others and their accomplishments, man, look at yourself in the mirror and work on that because celebrating other people and what they do it does not detract at all from what you've done and who you are. Um, and it like it was just it was a blast it was fun and that's all it was and immediately after that I did leave the board meeting I did not stick around for the whole meeting I just went for that um but it was fun and so that was that was one one thing that the national board did well two so they did like my picture and they presented to me at my school 
And then I went to the board meeting and was recognized there. And then we had our state virtual um, recognition on the computer on Thursday. And I do a um, an, an after-school program where I, like, I tutor after school. And so the kids were able to tune in with me as we watched it. And they're seeing they're going through the slideshow of the different people in the state who've gotten this, um, who've gotten this certification. And they, the kids, they were so cute. They were like, Miss McGay, hey, are you going to be on there? And, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on there. And they were like, what? Are you famous? Are you rich? (laughs) I was like, no, but I'm going to be on there. And when it came to me, you know, the picture of me, the kids, they were like, yeah, which always makes you feel good when you have not just people cheering for you, but when you have kids cheering for you as well. Um, so that was, that was pretty fun. And I definitely enjoyed, enjoyed that and having them do that. And then the last thing, and I say last thing, but, um, at my, my school, we had an assembly Friday yesterday and at the assembly, my principal, um, after the whole assembly was all about the kids, called me up there to announce to the school that I had gotten my certification and just the cheers and like the love and the hugs from the students and the students coming up saying, congratulations, I teach elementary school. So they're super precious. And just the idea of, of the support that they were giving me, it felt like a big win. And so it has been just a, a fun week. Um, Hopefully my national board certification will, I have it in literacy. It'll take me places. It'll open doors, um, to, to do more in, in the school and education. Um, so I'm just excited. You know, it's, it's like you're standing on the precipice of something. You don't know what, you don't know where, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you're at the intersection of who you are and who you want to be. And it's, it's an exciting kind of frightening place to be, but, but it's a good one, um, and so I kind of want to, I guess I'll end on that note. Um, same with, with life and same with getting my national board and same with starting this podcast. You know, so much in life goes on that we, we have to decide almost, you know, who, who am I going to be today? Who am I right now? Where is this taking me? Where am I going? And um, Starting this podcast, even I was like, I want to. I just, I just want to get something out there. I want to connect with people. I want to just be that friend for someone. Um, but whatever it is, whoever it is that you you're wanting to be, who you're wanting to become, or who you see yourself being, take that step. Don't be afraid. If if nothing else, if this is the only episode of this podcast you listen to, you know, don't be afraid to take that step. Um, it can be scary, but but do it get to where you need to be. Make sure you're at the ship station and not the bus station. You know, believe in yourself. Believe in those positive things that other people see in you. Um, take advantage of, of the life that you live. Eat all the food, you know, knowing that you'll be disciplined later. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Um, really enjoy life, live life. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's kept you company with what with whatever it is that you're doing um, that when you look up, you know, time has passed, but you've accomplished something, you've done something, even if it's just giving yourself a break or giving yourself rest. Um, I hope I hope that this podcast was something fun for you, and I cannot wait to share my life with you again, um, to be that friend for you again, to be that place, you know, for your thoughts to land um, the next time, the next time that that we get together. So. Uh, I will see you next time. See you in a couple of Tuesdays from now. And hey, find that joy in your life. Don't be afraid. You got this.